What's poppin' people? It's your boy Slidemir Putin. What's good? What's good, people? AKA, AKA the Henny Messiah. I, I'll always hate that nickname, I a, think. AKA the Grey Poupon Dawn. <laughs> That's just not you. We've heard that bar before. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you doing, man? Well, I think I'm automatically mad because I just saw one of my friends listening to Hot Shower by Chance the Rapper. Gross. I know. I'm going to have to talk to him about that. Let him know that we're not doing that in any year, let alone <laughs> not, 2020. Yeah, tw- not in 2020. You're not bringing you're not bringing the big day into 2020. That's all I'm gonna say. Exactly. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say on that one. But now I'm good. Um, good. between this week and last, played a lot of DBZ Kakarot. Okay. And Fire Emblem. How's, how's that going? Uh, is it the plot of Dragon Ball Z? It is, nice, and nice. I will say, I will say honestly, these are some of the best set pieces that Dragon Ball has had. Like, I, I don't know if I'm using the term set pieces wrong, but it's like the moments that make Dragon Ball. Like when Piccolo died for... Go- Spoilers, by the way, but if you haven't seen this 30-year-old show, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what to tell uh, you. But Piccolo dying, that looked really good at Kakarot. Okay. Like, the shit looks... Like, the big moments look fucking great. Who developed this game? It isn't CyberConnect, is it? Uh, let me check. Because I, I know I thought it was all Bandai. Nope, it was okay. It was CyberConnect. No, yeah, no, that makes complete sense. Yeah, CyberConnect too. Yeah, because they are uh, the uh, people who do the Naruto, and that's what I hear about those Naruto games. People go, yeah, yeah those, the set pieces are just yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, so. it's like they're mid as fuck to play, but that's the best in, that moment in Naruto is gonna look. Yeah, so I guess CyberConnect really knows. They know what they're doing. And I heard all the voices, they were, all the voices have been redone, so, like, um, okay. it's all, like, new lines and shit, so okay. it's, like, it's it's dope as hell. I did not um, know they redubbed all of it, but, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, it's all new, it's all new shit. They're not using, like, it's not old shit. Granted, they're obviously probably using the same lines, but in oh, terms yeah, of, like, definitely. the voices, not, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but the set pieces are great, uh, which... Oh, they look super good. Um, I'm I'm on the Namek saga now. So when I see Super Saiyan, uh, when I see Super Saiyan uh, Goku, when that shit comes up, boy, it's <laughs> gonna go nuts. That's just gonna go nutty. But uh, other than that, um, yeah, just DBZ Kakarot and Fire Emblem and music. It's on the docket, but I listened to the Little Wayne album. It took me like two days to get through it. Uh, it was a lot. We're, we're gonna talk to that. We're gonna yeah. talk. I got some things on that one. Oh, I got some opinions. Opinions. Other than that, not much. Not much. Just the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. I'm very boring. So am I. <laughs> but I finally can come in here and talk about something I did for once instead of just saying same old, same old. So two things. I. There are two things I watched that I want to talk about, and there's one thing I've played that I want to talk about. Uh, starting with the things I watched, uh, I believe the YouTube channel is called Alpha Media. It's it's a music YouTube channel. I've been keeping track of it for a while. He makes really dope videos, and he put out a really, really, really good video uh, a couple day, a few days ago that was called "The Problem with White Rappers." Oh yeah! I put that in. I put that video on my bookmarks. I I need to watch that shit. It's really good. It's really good. It's, it's good. It doesn't. It's, it's well. Really it's it, it's well researched. It okay. isn't just saying white people shouldn't rap. It's saying it's essentially getting down to the point that there's difference between white rappers and white guys that rap. And white guys that rap 
are the people we want in the game. They're the people like Mac Miller or LP, right? But then mm-hmm. there's white. But then there's white rappers, which he breaks down and he breaks down the difference between the two, and it, it it's really dope. So highly okay. recommend checking that that video. I think it's like twenty minutes long or something like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, the other thing I watched was so. I've already read the vast majority of Grappler Baki, and for those who don't know, Grappler Baki is a manga about buff men fighting each other super hard, and it gets really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They they mm-hmm. they stretch what we're calling actual martial arts to its absolute limit. And oh, Baki has been around for so long that, of course, it's had like nine hundred different adaptations, right? And yeah. I watched the most recent one. Is that the one on Netflix? Baki on Netflix. Now, Baki on Netflix is not an adaptation of the entire source material from the beginning. It is an adaptation of one specific Baki arc. Oh. Yes. Okay. And that that arc being the world's most dangerous criminals arc. A arc where, and I'm not joking, this this is the plot setup. Five of the most dangerous death row criminals from around the world uh, make break out of their prisons and make their way to Tokyo because kind of be- Spider-Man bullshit no, is no, 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 no. Because of synchronicity, <laughs> synchronicity told them to. They did all of this independently because of synchronicity, so that they could find and find a worthy opponent to defeat them, i.e., Baki and crew, and not each other. No. Had to be Baki and crew. Okay. And if, like I said, Baki is just raw violence. So all that happens from there is violence and long, drawn-out battles where people, it's like, ah, we'll get them next time. And ah, there's there's no way to describe Baki without just calling it complete and utter violence. The animation in this is pretty good until they decide to randomly cut to 3D models to save money. Like, <laughs> mid-fight scene. And then cut mm. back to 2D animation. That's really oh, jarring. Oh, Dragon... Okay, that makes... Okay. I wanna, I'd have to see how good it looks. But oh, Dragon no, it looks Ball, awful. It looks fucking awesome. awful. <laughs> it looks <Well>. so bad. <laughs> I was gonna say, because, uh... Fucking... I think, uh... I think the Beerus... Not the Beerus one, but the Frieza fight. Okay. Uh, Resurrection F did that. But go ahead. But yeah, the the one thing I will say about this adaptation is, I I don't you know I don't know if this is the best arc of Baki to uh, adapt to get and, the animation, or not only that to adapt no con because this is a really good arc, but it's a weird arc to adapt with no context at all, because mm. like this is Baki has already fought his way to being the king of the underground at this point. Yeah, and so uh, and basically all the people who are really cool and like seeing their introductions and like their fights against Baki animated just don't get that in this and they just kind of show up and they get like a five second this is blah 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 this is his fighting style Baki beat him in a fight I guess and then we move on which I guess you I mean you have to do when you're starting when you choose to start in the middle yeah. yeah and also like if they pick this arc because it's weird and crazy there's weirder and crazier baki arcs they could have picked baki fights a caveman at one point yeah i remember you telling me about that yeah so like 
if we're gonna if we're gonna skip it, man, at least skip to some really weird shit like Baki fighting the caveman. Or at least mm-hmm. have a flashback to when Baki jumped off a waterfall so he could learn how to channel like near death reaction time. Or whatever the fuck the point of that was. <laughs> when he like decapitated a monkey with his hands. Like, you know, there's a lot of fun hey, shit. Yo. It was a giant <laughs> gorilla, they were fighting it out. Alright. But yeah, no. Uh, if you already like Baki, check it out. If you don't already like Baki, but you like face punching, check it out. And, yeah. Uh, now for what I played. And Trev, you're gonna hate this. You're gonna despise what I played. Probably. I played Temtem, my friend. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I'm so upset you really chose to drop $35 on that. I didn't drop $35. I got a coupon. <laughs> Oh, and how much is a coupon? It was like 30% off or something like that. Alright, that ain't bad. You yeah. got uh, $10.50 off. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I saw it, I saw that, and I was like, you know what? I'm curious enough. So, this is what I will say. Temtem is a fun video game. Alright. It is a good, fun video game. I think I'm about that makes sense. six hours in. Uh, There's a lot of... Is there of- a story? Yes. Okay. Okay. But it's, it's that's the part people couldn't answer. That's the question people couldn't answer for me, or at least I wasn't seeing it. It's a it's a story, but like, it's it's not anything to write home about. It is very much a standard. Huh, boy, you have your coming of age, and you're given a beginner Pokemon by the professor. Beginning Temtem. Beginning, sorry, your, your starter Temtem ten, for your, by the professor, and you become a Temtem Tamer. Okay. And then you go to, trainer. then you go to, what are the gyms called? I don't think they're called gyms. I oh, think they're God. called something else. I, <laughs> well, you go okay, to whatever. Okay, so we the, all know, we all know Temtem is a, uh, is like an MMO Pokemon, it's and they Pokemon. wear that shit on their sleeve. Yeah. So like, I'm not, nobody's hating. No, no one's hating. No, 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 no. It, it, and here's what I'll say. There are things that it does that I really like, and it's, there's things that it does that I don't, but I feel like will improve. Because there's, you know, the whole selling point of this was, oh, it's a Pokemon made by Pokemon fans. Thus, it's going to have all of the bells and whistles that Nintendo refuses to add. In in a lot of cases, it kind of does right and i'll I'll come back to that as far as things it does better but there are some things that nintendo got i say nintendo game freak rather got right while temtem was in development that didn't make it but i wouldn't be surprised if you know as for anyone who doesn't know this game is still in early access Mm -hmm. i would not be surprised they make it for example uh your box does not stay with you in temtem you gotta make the trek if you ever want to swap Mm, yeah they'll probably yeah uh what another thing is there uh, one thing is they you know they did the whole uh thing of eliminating hms anything you need for progress or yeah they they did that same as pokemon did so that's good that that's there uh as far as gameplay changes go because you know that's that's shit everybody cares about first and foremost let let me start with this let me start with this 
Temtem's designs fucking suck, and their names are worse, except for a few winners. But that's... But you know what? I can live with that. Because the gameplay, it's different enough that I'm never gonna be the guy who's like, why not? I'm just gonna fucking play Pokemon. This is not the Pokemon killer like dorks want to say it is, but... No. (laughs) But... Not the fucking slightest. But it is a fun other game to play if you're into Pokemon. So, uh, the main differences are, by default, this game is played in doubles, right? So it is doubles by default. Even your uh, wild encounter, even your wild encounters, it'll either be one Pokemon or two, but mo- usually it's two. Right. Man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm, but that's actually pretty nice because the way they, the way that kind of works is, and don't get and correct me if I'm wrong because I don't, I haven't you know, done a lot of, Matt Dup. Double wild battles were never a thing in any of the games, right? Just making sure before I talk on my ass. No, nah, they were. They started in Gen 4. So double wild battles were... Th- okay, I couldn't remember. Double wild battles were a thing, and then... Could you throw it, Pokeballs twice during that? No, you had to kill... You had to knock one out and then throw one. Okay, yeah, you don't have to do that in Temtem. You can throw... Okay. You can throw... Sorry, not Pokeballs. Tem cards. You could throw Tem cards twice. <laughs> You can throw you can throw those twice and double up, and it's really nice when you're like grinding for one with, you know, okay usable uh, base stats because EVs and IVs are in this game under different names, and yeah. uh, this is another thing I like is you know granted, uh, n- you know Nint- Game Freak has you know the judging me- system and all that stuff, but you have to unlock those later. Just straight up built baked right into the game you catch a pokemon you see their evs and ivs all right and you can that's good you can decide oh this one's dick release it i could use this for something just keep it right there you see the evs and ivs okay okay so that's really dope uh another thing is since the game is built around being doubles by uh default uh there are a lot of moves and systems that are built from the ground up for doubles which don't get me wrong like pokemon has moves that are only useful in doubles but i mean they go extra hard into it in this case yeah okay where there's something called synergies where certain uh temtem will certain moves will have a, a synergy on it where if the pokemon if your partner pokemon is of xyz type this will ha- move will have an extra effect. Mm, okay, they did something like that in um, Gen Five, but it was only like three moves, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And this Grass is pledge, fire pledge, and water pledge. Yeah, those. This is like everything. Okay. Not not okay. every single move. So this is a game. Not. This is a game wide mechanic. This is a game wide mechanic, right? So my for example is with the melee type uh, temtems. The, one of the starters is uh, melee type, and it has the ability uh, Fever Rush, where if it has any status effect on it, positive or negative, it gets plus one, right? Okay. It also learns a move called Show Off that puts it at plus one attack, right? Yeah. But when Show Off is done with another melee type, you do Show Off, you go up plus one, but then you get the Vigor status effect from the Synergy, 
which uh, makes you use less stamina, which I'll get to stamina in a second. But then you can also get a boost from that, and then you're at plus two. Stuff like that. Yeah. Or, like, moves where the actual ordering of your Temtem on the field matters. Ooh, uh, for example, okay. there's a move chain called Chain Lightning that hits, that, you know, the electric types learn, and it hits three Pokemon in clockwise order from where the, the Pokemon you targeted okay so you know there's stuff so like that it'll hit your two poke it'll hit the first the one in front of you the one next to it and then the one next to you yeah okay or or the one next to you then the two in front of you yeah and or, or it can hit yourself as well sorry let me be clear so if you oh. yeah and so what makes that fun is there's an ability in the game called I want, I want to say electric synthesizer or some shit like that. Essentially, when you get hit with an electric type move, you heal. Mm, okay. And so... That's you, like Volt Absorb. Yeah, Pokemon. yeah, it's like Volt Absorb. And so you have a Pokemon with Volt Absorb, and you have that, and you can, like, intentionally hit yourself or your teammate with that move, you, you know, through the counterclockwise move. And that's fun. It's really fun. Another thing I will say is... NPC trainers Temtems appear to not have shit EVs and IVs. Because mm, okay. I've played against ones that are like, you know, I ran into NPCs where it's like, okay, this Pokemon is supposed to be bulky, but theirs was like actually bulky. <laughs> actually bulky. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Uh let's see. it does it does the whole thing that uh Sword and Shield added where uh, once you find out a move is super effective or not effective or whatever against a Pokemon, once you've done it once and you know, like, that information stays and the game just tells you. Wait, is it per move or is it... Because what happens in Pokemon is you fight the Pokemon once and it'll tell you. Okay, I, I'm, I'm mistaken then. Then no, I think it's like you hit the the Temtem with the move. I could also be mistaken. Okay, but, but regardless, there is something that tells you yeah. what's super effective and what's not. Yeah. Okay. And what else? What else? Oh yeah, stamina. So yeah, stamina over PP any day of the week. Facts. Uh, PP is an outdated, dumb system that now only exists to perpetuate stall wars and singles. And PP literally doesn't become a factor in doubles because doubles games are fast. The stamina system is much better. It where where for those of you who don't know in Temtem instead of having PP where it's like you can move use this move x x amount of times before you you have to go back to a Pokemon Center and restock more of them. Now, you have a a system where it's like this move costs this much stamina. You regain a little bit of stamina at every turn, but you can regain more if you choose to wait a turn. Which just adds, you know, more fun to the already prediction-based nature of Pokemon with switching. Where it adds you, it adds another thing you can do if you hard predict, other than just set up. Mm-hmm. Like you can hard predict, predict, oh they're gonna switch, and then just wait and not waste anything. You know, shit like that. Yeah. Okay. That's what. I, that's the one big change I saw that I really like. Yeah. And uh, I guess the last thing I can really say about Temtem is I have not played any competitive Temtem yet because obviously I'm only six hours in. But oh, one thing I will say that I like just from looking at it is that it has a pick ban phase, which I think will make 
it'll a lot it'll it'll you'll have to think a lot more about putting your teams together. Mm. You it's uh you you bring in eight Temtem, you go through a pick ban phase, and you end up with bringing in five for double battles. Yes, which I don't know why it isn't like you know bring nine end up with six or four, but yeah, it's weird. It's five. I don't know. That's that pig band is actually pretty dope. Yeah, no, I, I I really like I said I haven't used it yet, but I really dig the idea of a pick band because you you have a chance to be like, oh, you were relying on X Y Z fucked mon. Well, <laughs> little did you know, you absolute buffoon. I'm gonna make you use the rest of your team. Right. Have fun. Yeah. So yeah, so no. you have to find so you have to find eight Pokemon that have synergy, not just things. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two more Pokemon. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, I will say that Temtem is really fun, and I plan on continue playing to continue playing it as they add more and more to it. Because, like I said, it's early access. Not all, not all the content's in, and yeah, I do feel bad for the devs though, because there's some people who I guess got swept up in the Pokemon killer hype. And are actually like berating them like they are a massive developer, not an indie team who just stumbled into success because Game Freak pissed everybody off at the right time. Mm. Like there are a lot of people who there are people who are like, "Oh, this is an MMO. Why isn't there? Why aren't there guilds yet? Why aren't there you know chats yet? Why isn't there like a world chat yet?" And like somebody's like, "Hey, uh, you, you know, you know the you know the thing on the startup screen that says this is an early access game. You purchased a work in prod, pro, a work right, in progress like, product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, come on, bro. But yeah, Temtem. You're uh, making yourself look dumb. If you like Pokemans, give it a look. It's pretty fun. All right. All right. The only thing that turns me off about it is it's an MMO. So. Yeah, you. And I don't. I don't have a. I don't he, have here's the thing. Here's the thing. It being an MMO is like, <laughs> it's like such a silly selling point because uh, for all, at least, like I said, at least six hours in, I don't know if it like opens up and becomes some gang gang shit later, but at least six hours in, I'm just kind of doing my own thing like it's Pokemon, but I can see the other people. Yeah. <laughs> that's all, that's the only difference is I, it's like, it's literally like what goes on in the wild area, but without lag and. Lag and sadness and getting upset. Yeah. Music. Let's get it. Alright, so I I grouped these two together because they're pretty similar. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so. Kellis claims that the Neptunes finessed her out of the profit from her first two albums. Similarly, after following P. Diddy's pro artist freedom, black excellence slash pay the artist speech at the Grammys. Mace tells Puff to give him and the rest of the artists from the bad boy days their money if he really believes in that pro artist shit. <laughs> that man said, hey, black excellence, right? Pay me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, uh, pay the guy, pay the people. I don't think there's a lot to talk about here. Uh, no, especially not from us. So we yeah. don't know like the details, but like, yeah. obviously pay the guy. Yeah. You, like, yeah. you gotta be <laughs> like, come on. Like, there's not much to say about these situations. And the thing is, like, people can go, he made a bad... Yeah, it's like, okay, yes, Mace made a bad business decision when he was 19 in the hood and had nothing. That doesn't change the fact that Diddy t- 
took advantage of that fact. Like, right. you can't just go, well, it was a bad business decision without giving the context of, yeah, well, Maze was a broke 19-year-old in Harlem. <laughs> right. And also just, like, you know, it's also just under the fact that I think we, as black people, need to operate better in this music business in terms of, like, not everything needs to be a fucking, like... About it. About you. about a check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, get money, but, like, not everything needs to be, like... You know, you have to, like, not work everything. out for the fellow man, too. Not everything has to be, like, you know... Not everything has to be about money. Yeah. That's why I hate niggas. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, you don't... Like, think about it. It's like... Mace just wants his royalties so he can feed his kids, and I highly doubt that of, out of all of Diddy's business ventures, that the that the the publishing to Harlem World is the thing that's making him so much money that he would he can't sell it back to Mace. Because here's the thing: Mace didn't even say "give me my money." He said Mace acknowledged that he made a deal and was like, "I will buy this shit back from you, cash." And Diddy was like, nah. "Let me buy it," and Diddy's like, "Nah, two million ain't it." <laughs> yeah. Sad. Uh, what about this? What about the Kellis stuff? Like, uh, um, essentially, she had it. It's just a claim at this point. It's just a claim at this point. She had an interview uh, where she yeah, was saying that Pharrell and Chad Hugo were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll produce your first two albums. Yeah, yeah, Neptune's production. Yeah," and then like she didn't get a dime. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> bruh. Yeah. Hmm. Which, hey, Neptune's Chad Hugo, Pharrell, Mister Happy, if uh. <laughs> Mr. Happy, all right. <laughs> and, uh, pay the woman. Yeah, everybody, just pay up. Yeah, <laughs> let him have his publishing rights back. Yeah, <laughs> please. All right, you got. You want to talk about some human filth? This shit, I almost didn't understand it at first. Yeah, I didn't even know who Pastor Troy was. Oh, I know I who Pastor like, Troy was. I was like, keyword so, was because he's a nobody in the current right. day. And age. Go ahead. Go ahead and read it, and I'll explain what my thought process about Pastor Troy was. All right, so Pastor Troy goes on a homophobic-ass rant about Lil Nas X and seems to believe that being straight and not wearing pink is why he doesn't have a Grammy, and not because of uh, his irrelevance. And if we're... Let me pop pop open the uh, the Linkaroony and read exactly what he said. Um, While you get that link up, uh, for those who don't know, Pastor Troy is a member of the rap group dsgb yes uh apparently his claim to fame right now and i'm re i'm literally reading it uh in 2020 his hateful anti-lgbt rhetoric has become a source of considerable controversy yeah that's literally like his claim to fame yep. right now is this so not only that but like i thought like i was like oh homophobic is just a random ass pastor like in a, at a big church i guess no, no, no this no. is a rapper this is a rap nigga yes <laughs> this is a rapper all right, so I got Please I got I have the exact quote. Up, welp. Guess I won't be winning a Grammy. All caps. <laughs> if this is what I gotta wear, uh, in the the person pictured is Lil Nas X in his pink cowboy outfit from the Grammys. Yeah, in reference to that. Yes, if this is what I gotta wear, they love pu to push this shit on our capital O kids capital K. The other day at Applebee's had some punks kissing and laughing, eating mozzarella sticks. First thing my 14-year-old son said was, fuck Applebee's. <laughs> Why he gotta say fuck Applebee's, though? And it like, brought, are you kidding me? And it brought... And it, it, why, 
I love the Jada Smith capitalization like every other sentence, where every other sentence, every word is capitalized. Anywho, and it brought joy to my heart. He sees it. Their agenda to take the masculinity from men, black men especially. Some may say he making money. RuPaul do too, but I ain't bumping his CT. Integrity is priceless. Y'all better open that third eye and let your your sons know what is real, or they ass gonna be heading down that old town road for real. Hashtag they go ride till they can't no more. Bro, is Applebee's behind this? I guess. <laughs> Is he the way he formatted the rant? It just sounds like Applebee's. It sounds like he's not even mad at the Grammy. (laughs) He's at he's mad at Applebee's. I think he's mad at Applebee's because somebody some Applebee's didn't give him a Grammy. That's the problem here. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. Applebee's. No, he's mad at Applebee's because some because he as a paying customer had to be subjected to two other paying customers minding their own fucking business Not enjoying fuck about Pastor Troy. enjoying themselves and eating mozzarella sticks like why the fuck is he eating that applebee you know what broke bud <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing about all of this is like he's you can tell apple. he's irrelevant because he's complaining and he's eating at applebee <laughs> yeah and honestly he didn't applebee's he... ain't applebee's ain't bad either <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's fun no it's really funny you point that out it's not, it isn't like he was like yeah i was in ruth chris and uh <laughs> right <laughs> and i, I saw was... two of those homosexuals being gay homosexuals TM. TM. <laughs> they go, this is so stupid. Hashtag they go ride till they can't. Um, you ever That's noticed, actually the worst part. You ever notice that it's the most uh it's the most homophobic people who have like the most colorful imaginations when it goes to comes to gay sex? Homophobic, colorful, don't belong in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but um alright. Uh okay, but dead ass. Like like it's did his son really have to say fuck Applebee's? <laughs> What his son got to do with that? Maybe his food was just trash, and then Pastor Troy was actually just staring at this gay couple. Yeah, and he was like, and his son just got done no, choking no, no, no. on his uh, fucking burnt ass well no, done two for twenty steak, and was wait. like, uh, "Fuck Applebee's." Like, wait, 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 wait! That's just such a funny mental image, bro. Like, imagine, like, <laughs> imagine Pastor Troy in Applebee's, like across the restaurant in his own booth with his son, and his son's like trying to tell him how his day is, and he's just like gaze fixated across the room staring at these two men enjoying a moment of intimacy and maybe and maybe that's why and maybe that's why he's he saying fuck Applebee's cause he was cause longing he, he was like man my dad won't pay attention to me but he'll pay attention to Applebee's man than me more than me man fuck Applebee's <laughs> that's so crazy I like I still I still like the canon of he literally like his food was just wrong <laughs> Oh, oh man, but I right. guess it's fuck Applebee's. Yeah, uh, don't be homophobic. It makes your skin on. It makes your skin uh bumpy and blemished. It makes you look like. Pl- it makes you lose relevance like Pastor Troy. Exactly. And make your only claim the fame. These comments. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Lil Wayne does not know what's going on. I don't know whether to be upset or uh not don't care about this i i i don't care about it i just think it's really funny that lil wayne thinks thinks that 21 savage is a group of 21 rappers that's the part that i was like all right this you i was like you gotta do better <laughs> like what is this what does lil wayne listen to music wise probably nothing he's probably just locked up now some people are to, were taking some people were taking a more sinister 
like point of view on this and the point of view of oh he's too drugged out to pay attention (laughs) nigga all right (laughs) all right (laughs) i hate i hate that shit yeah it's and then then that just because you're not drugged out first of all you're not drugged out 24 7 second the, the part that just makes me mad is like or makes me upset and like literally question is one that whole thing is like something I would say to my friend, like a white person would say to their friends. Exactly. Like it seems, it seems very like, oh, this is supposed to be funny, haha. Yeah. You know? know, it just seems so un, it seems so uncharacteristically out there. Yeah, but we'll never know unless we get a chance to. We'll never know, but pick I just don't. I just thought it was I'm funny like, to mention. It's not, funny, but I'm just like, for those I don't know, of you I feel who like don't you gotta know, be, not a like lot happened this week. A lot of music came out, but we're gonna quickly because there's not a lot to talk about outside of Wayne. Just quick here and there. But yeah. Uh, the last piece of music news we have is Billie Eilish's comments on hip-hop. Uh, people were not a fan. They weren't a fan. I don't think they read the whole article in its entirety. No, probably not. Uh, basically, it was an out-of-context quote. Um, I can pull up the I can pull up the Vogue article and yeah. just scroll down to where it was, but um, you can go ahead and read like because that what she actually what is actually there that is the quote yeah um of what she said but it's my, not in um, my my favorite reaction I saw to this was somebody uh go was somebody going like craziest thing is none of us asked her and it seems like the interviewer didn't either <laughs> yeah uh let me let me get down let me get down uh I was 11 years old. Bitches. Oh, here it is. Bitches. It was like, yada, yada, yada. In any case, her songs are never strictly autobiographical. She and Phineas enjoyed developing characters and writing from the perspective of those characters. The artists she admires have created dark alter egos in songwriting. Just because a story isn't real doesn't mean it can't be important, she explains. There's a difference between lying in a song and writing a story. There are tons of songs where people are just lying. There's a lot of that in rap right now. For from people that I know, from people that I know who rap, it's like I got my AK-47 and I'm fucking, and then she goes da da da, and I'm like, what? You don't have a gun? And all my bitches da da da, and I'm like, which bitches? That's posturing, and that's not what I'm doing. So basically, she was just saying like. You know, I write stories. I don't lie because I bet and, the interview he, is kind of like. And here's the and here's the here's the crazy part. I I'm 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 kind of in the middle on this because I do. Not, she's not incorrect. That is a she's not incorrect, and she w- wasn't like dropping a bomb. This is a thing people know and have said before. Right. I think the reason why people didn't like it was because the it is because the soft singing white girl who who. Let's keep it a bean. Borrows a lot from black culture and aesthetic as far as per, per, some production and phys, in like dress, way of dress goes, right? Yeah. It, it just feels like it, it just... It's one of those things where like even if they're completely right, it's never gonna... And I hate to use it's this. Not, it, it's it's, gonna, it's always right. gonna hit people wrong when a guest in the culture criticizes the culture. Right, and even then, like... That's the thing, though. It's like... That's the thing I guess I don't disagree with. Uh, I don't agree with either. Is like you can't like it's she. It's not like first of all she's not out here rapping. She definitely has taken those. Uh, she has to. I will yeah. admit she's like yeah yeah she has taken those like influences what and whatnot. But like you're allowed to comment on what's going on. It's not like you you can go over somebody's house and go oh bitch you, you live like you this. Can, you can go over somebody's house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, you can go over to somebody's house and say, bitch, you live like this. I mean, you can. It's not. It Here's the thing. 
It's an, but that's a, actually a great analogy because that's exactly what happened. It's she walked into Rap's house as a and guest you know, and and, you and, know. and saw yeah. and saw like you know and saw like the dishes piled up in the sink and went, "Ew, bitch, you live like this." And guess what? The person the per- person who owns that house entirely knows that they their dishes shouldn't be piled up, but they're right. also going to be feel some type of way about like, you walking hey, in. You told me my- right. <laughs> It's very, it's very much like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we don't need to say any more about that. I like, I, I think I like what we did there with that. Yeah. Um, unless you want to have anything else. But, no, no, um, no, no, no. <laughs> apparently also in this interview, uh, she talked about Drake a little bit. Uh, <laughs> last fall, she did create a minor media kerfuffle when she revealed that she and Drake 15 years her senior had been texting. <laughs> she says, quote, the internet is such a stupid ass mess right now. Says Eilish, who quit Twitter in 2018. Everyone's so sensitive. A grown man can't be a fan of an artist. <laughs> like you're wait, here it is there's so many people that the internet should be more worried about like you're really going to say that drake is creepy because he's a fan of mine and then you're going to vote yeah. for trump what the fuck is that shit i hate what what, what, what was that that, that was ulti- <laughs> what that was the ultimate what about big yeah that's the biggest reach of all fucking time like bro, what do you mean he can't text 14 year old millie bobby <laughs> Millie Bobby, <laughs> if you, I got grown man in my D. Oh my God. Um, if you, I just don't understand how. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you listen to Billie Eilish and you're a fan of Billie Eilish, you probably did vote for Trump. Let's all, let's all keep it being here. And look, look, all, all I'm gonna say <laughs> is that when Drake said he's got seven years of doing what he wants, that that's, 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 that's go oh, girl eleven. You know. What I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> But I digress. All of the school kids. <laughs> but I digress. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. In yeah. that same interview, she talked about her shit with Drake. He, she was just like, he's a fan, so Drake is not a creep until further notice. <laughs> <laughs> no, he still hasn't explained Millie Bobby. He still hasn't. Exp- <laughs> he still hasn't explained giving a fourteen-year-old girl relationship advice at the ripe oh, old age of thirty. Oh jeez. Like, ugh, talk to your mom, Millie. <laughs> talk to <laughs> your dad. <laughs> Oh, Millie. What a time. All right. You want to talk about the albums? Uh, Yeah, let's get through it. All right, I'm going to blow through all of these ones that I listen to, and then we can get to the Wayne. Yeah, because I definitely got some opinions. All right, so I listened to Russ's album, Shake the Snow Globe. <laughs> Shake my fucking head. <laughs> I'm playing. It, I like shitting on Russ because it's a meme. It's like Oh, yeah, no. No, shitting, shit, yeah, <laughs> shitting on Russ is a meme. <laughs> this album really is not that bad. A little, a little poppy for my taste, but there are some, there are some, there's some joints on here. What's the one called with Rick Ross? There's... I bet there are like Russ. Oh yeah, guess what? Guess what with Rick Ross? That's a fucking joint. I, I ain't even gonna hate. That mm-hmm. is a, ooh, that's good. That's good shit. All right, all right. So, uh. If you if you're able to overcome the making fun of Russ memes and want to hear some you know pretty good pop rap, go listen to Shake the Snow Globe. He's got a good voice. I like his voice. He does have a good voice. Uh, next, the God Fahim uh, drops <laughs> Lost Kings. <laughs> the God Fahim. It's funny because my little sister's last name is Rahim. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. So the God the God Fahim who. Is an underground rapper who's been around forever. Uh, drops a short little 28-minute 20, long 10-track 
project. And you know, it, it was pretty good. Not the best underground shit to come out this year so far, but it is uh, pretty good as far as my favorite tracks go. Uh, Blade Forge and Playground Legend, both of those featuring Makami. Uh, Makami kills on it. And then Scarlet Murder, which opens up with just uh, a Vinnie Paz feature. And one thing I will say is about, I've never sat through an entire Vinnie Paz project because I feel like his aggression is aggressive in the same way every time. <laughs> but, oh, I was about to say, but, on, but yeah, <laughs> but on the feature, oh, on the feature, it's perfect. Like, like I, I am absolutely happy for like Vinnie Paz to come in and like do some like New York growling, <laughs> like fucking New York growling. It, 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 the best right. way I can describe his music as is as aggressive as growling rap. Not actually like he's growling like DMX, but like it, it, it it's just it's just very husky, very aggressive type of shit. Fair, fair. And there's always like some. There's there's always like a lyric that makes you go like okay okay pause I can I can respect your pen like uh on, on this uh what what was it he he's he, oh yeah he said and this is war dog I empty them toolies this lion roar <laughs> the start of an MGM movie or some shit like that oh <laughs> like 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 I, mm. when when pistol pack and Pazienza gets onto the track I'll, I'll always lend it an ear. So yeah, the God Fahim, Lost Kings. If you want some weird underground shit, very nice. All right, next, uh, a new EP from They Hate Change. So They Hate Change is a rap duo signed to Death Bomb Arc. And I believe this is the second EP they've dropped in a very short period of time because I believe their last EP, uh, Juices Run Clear, came out maybe in November, I want to say. So this is... It's very it's very nice to see this come back. Uh, the main thing with they hate change is it's a I want to say it's like almost a sugar rush of rap. <laughs> like it's very high energy, but they but they're always they're always getting getting their shit off. I I especially like the uh you know what I'm saying I got it written right here on the on the track Steven fuck a turf trans lives matter that's bars nigga. That's bars. Wait, did you really say that's bars, nigga? No, I wish. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, if you would have said that's bars, nigga. But yeah, no. <laughs> they hate change. Really dope rap duo. Lend them, lend them an ear. Lend them an ear. This new EP, very short. Like, I, I, don't even, I, I think it doesn't even hit 15 minutes. But yeah. All right. All right, now let's talk about some ignorant shit. We got two sets of ignorant shit back to back. We have Glizok. King Key Glock. With, Key Glock. He dropped in his album Yellow Tape. And let me tell you, it it is some ignorant southern shit. It is some very, very ignorant southern shit. Uh about about fifty minutes in runtime. No features. No features. If you enjoy southern hip hop and you enjoy ignorant southern hip hop. Highly recommend this. A uh, favorite track on here is probably Mr. Glock. Mr. Right. Mr. Glock fucking goes. And next, and this is an album that really, really fucking surprised me, and that was Untrapped by Yo Gotti. And All right. the thing that surprised me about it is there's the, you know the ignorant like Southern bangers that he's known for, 
But there's a lot of fucking content on here. Okay. Like, there's a lot of, like, and I guess it's a little bit jarring sometimes because, you know, he'll go back and forth from, uh, fucking, <laughs> bit, you know, big, big ignorant shit and conscious shit. But I, I don't know. I, it was just surprising to hear that from him. I really like the song Untrapped, uh, which is kind of a pseudo uh, debut to Nipsey. Like on the intro of the song, he was like, uh, he was like the album was done, so but Nip died, so I had to come back or some shit like that. And it's like the last track on the project, so you know, you know, thematically it adds up. Uh, as far that's probably my favorite of the conscious songs on there. As far okay, as the okay. ig- ignorant songs go, my favorite is Pose featuring Lil Vert. And the reason why I had to clarify the one without Megan is because the album cut is Pose featuring Megan the Stallion and Lil Uzi Vert. And the bonus track is Pose featuring Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> it essentially, it just trades out Megan's portion so that we get a longer Uzi verse. And I didn't really like Megan's verse very much anyway. And uh, Uzi, he a, he a fucking goes. Don't forget, Eternal Take is never coming out, but is allegedly si- is allegedly 16 tracks long. It's not coming out, I'll smack out, you if you ever say that shit again. It's not coming out, bro. Our, our Lord and Savior Uzi is dropping eternal to take. I don't give a fuck. And it's going to be full of old-ass tracks, too. I <laughs> that all leaked. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Right. Shit, we already fucking heard. All right. Uh, last one before we get to Wayne. Journey by Brian Brown. So this is a name I had heard of before, but I'd never sat down and listened to his shit. And this is actually a debut album. This is a debut album from this person. Uh, the way I had heard of him before is he runs in the same circles as Isaiah Rashad. Not as in he's like TDE affiliated or anything, but like, you know, the the circles Isaiah Rashad runs in outside of TDE, Brian Brown is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very, very short album coming in at like a half hour long, 10 tracks. And I really couldn't pick a best track because this shit is wavy. Like, it's very very, I want to say, it's very lyric, it's ah, I, I, I hate describing something as lyrical, but it's not, because it's not a lot but as the name Journey implies if I want to cut a little bit deeper here uh, it's, the entire thing is about growing up in different you know, things in your life, whether that be relationships, hardships and coming through it at the end of the day and it's, the production is very jazzy there's a lot of singing features on here that land really well and you know blend seamlessly into the rap one i i like is a a lot is stay uh and stay stay is just your classic like hey uh stick by me girl and like shit's gonna be all right kind of song but it's it's really dope if you if you're into that jazzier sort of rap shit i highly recommend this project nice not bad let's talk about funeral oh boy so funeral album by lil wayne uh was delayed by three hours when on its night of release. He went to California midnight. Yeah. <laughs> he did that shit, huh? Yep. Uh, yeah. This album's not good. I can't believe you stood up and heard it. I was sitting there like, I was going through it, and I was like, one, it's too long. It's way too fucking long. It's too long for him to be doing this. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> let let me let me see. So before we actually start talking about individual tracks and our feelings on them, I want to just pull up the track list and tell and like 
Look, okay, I'm, I'm about to fix this album. Funeral, Mahogany, Mamma Mia, I Do It, Bing James, No, no You Know, and like T.O. and Maybe Not Me. Make that the track list, and we we you got. You just it. pissed it. You just fucking listed all your best tracks. Yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> Literally everything else was forget was forgettable or not good. Yeah, I don't know why I saved any of these songs. I might just. I, I think Mahogany is like the only one I really fuck with. Mm. Um, I do it was really good. Piano Trap I think was good. Um, those are really ones, and the other ones I was like, yeah, they're cool, but like, it's okay. Yeah. It's like you know it's. All right, by Lil Wayne standards, I don't, uh, you know, I wasn't really too paying attention to the lyrics. There were some, he was on auto tune some songs. I was like, dude, what is going on, man? Uh, yeah, it's, it, and it a was, part, and this it is, was a mess. Oh, it was, it was all over the place. Is my issue with the project? It and was, this is a part of, this is a part of the thing that upsets me. Why he doesn't know what's going on? Because okay. I feel like if he was more in tuned, some of this shit would have never happened. Right. He would have known that we're off 24 track project. Because here's the thing. I, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, you know, perfect project is 12 songs or whatever the fuck. I don't mind a 24 song project if you have 24 songs worth of content. But it sounds, uh, it's it's not, okay, I'm going to make this comparison, but this is not me saying it's as bad as The Big Day. But it's the same thing I felt with The Big Day, where it's like, how did any of these make it off the cutting room floor? This project should because not somebody- be this long. Because I don't think, because, and this is a point that uh, Joe Bun Podcast brought up, is that I don't think anyone's in, nobody, they don't think that nobody's in the studio with Lil Wayne. He's just doing it, and then he's like, all right, here. And nobody's telling him no. Like, hey, bro, it's like, stop. This isn't cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I like, I, I, it, I will say, it. it's like, because the weird part is, it starts so fucking strong. It starts I, good. Those I, three songs, bang. I'm going to say, I said it on Twitter. Funeral Four. through my fuck it. I'm gonna say like yeah, even extend it out. Funeral through I do it is the best album opening that Wayne has had in like years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then it stopped. And then it <laughs> stops. And then like here and there, there's a track that I'm like, okay, like Bing James. Okay, sure. No, you know, sure. And then what else? And then it's like there's nothing that I would genuinely like willingly go back and listen to until To. And in between you Know You Know and T.O., there's like 12 songs. There's like a lot. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven songs in between. Yeah. So basically half the album. Yeah. It, it needed to, like, so much needed to be cut from this. There yeah. are so many tracks that are just worthless. Yeah, and then not, like, I'm, like, this is why you gotta, you gotta know what's going on. You gotta know what's going on. You have to. Or at the very least, if you're not going to, like, keep a nigga with you who does. Yeah, at least, like, you know, like, we get, we, all, both of us get it. He's the GOAT. Lil yeah. Wayne will always be the GOAT. Yeah. Like, like nobody can take away his one. Even here. Even here. Like, even when the songs are fucking mid and are bad songs, you can still hear that genius lyricism that people want from Wayne. Right. Nobody, like, there is, there is nobody who who raps like Wayne or has rapped like Wayne since. Not me saying that he is the best rapper, but I'm saying that he is unique and nobody does it. He is like definitely goaded. He is goaded. Nobody does that flow of consciousness shit. He makes things make sense that shouldn't. He finds connections that aren't there for normal people. Right. But he squanders it on dude. shit. He squanders it on shit like this. And that's the thing that pisses me off about Wayne. It's just like, oh man, I don't know. Maybe... 
Hey, look, all I'm saying is maybe JPEG Mafia was right. All my heroes are becoming cornballs. All my heroes are cornballs, man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm not going to call him a cornball. I'm just like, I'm just sitting there like. <sighs> what, Wayne, what Wayne needs to do is he needs to sit down with, I'm not even saying one producer, because there's multiple producers on here, multiple beats that bang. I'm not saying one producer. I'm saying he needs to sit down with, like, one guy who not, not produces and make beats, but produces in, like, sits with him and produces this entire album. He needs to find somebody who's Yeah, like, that's an executive producer, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's what he needs. He needs somebody to executive produce his shit that he trusts and who, you know, the people trust. That's the thing, because he just can't... He can't keep going off, like, doing this type of nonsense. <laughs> like, the Carter Five had a pass because we knew that, the, the, that most of the material on the Carter Five was outdated. Yeah, exactly. So but, when, some, when, but most of it still fucking banged. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't an issue. Though, However. And it's weird because this feels... Like, a lot of this feels outdated too. Like, a fucking Adam Levine... Like, the fucking Adam Levine feature. Like, hey, there's no, shit on here. Hey, I don't know. I, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I like that song. Bro, also also the fucking dream sounding like the fucking nap on that song. Like, he did not go... That was not some good dream shit. He sounded like the nap. And then we had another... Uh, Post I mean, posthumous Tortellini. Posthumous X feature. Jesus. Which I'm just sitting there like, bro, how many favors did they do for each other? There's no way. Yeah. yeah. This is feature for feature nonsense. Whatever. It, it's whatever for me, man. All, all I know is like, if if the if he had released a much shorter project with like, just like the absolute bangers, we have a lot more to say about this. We'd have <laughs> I'd have a, yeah I'd have more to say about it because it's like all I can really say about it is oh yeah Mamma Mia that beat is fucking crazy, and he's he's lyrically on point Mahogany that beat's fucking crazy and he's lyrically on point To it To is not super lyrically dense but it's fucking it's a fucking banger it's hype. I do it has the has a really good performance by Big Sean and the lyrical the parsley baby. that is a little baby. I'm I'm starting <laughs> parsley. Like I'm what? I'm starting to understand. He's Sonic parsley. He's like Sonic seasoning. That he's sonically he is seasoning. That is what little baby is. You know I, what? I I will give you that. He <laughs> that means he's a good feature artist. Absolutely. I think he's he's a goat because he finds a nice little pocket in there. He always finds a nice pocket. Yeah. Just stick to features with the drip energy, then we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, that's all I got to say on Lil Wayne. Me too. Just Let's... like make it shorter. Have somebody in the studio with you if you do listen to this, Wheezy. We're not we're not <laughs> bro, hating. Wheezy, if you listen to this, bro. Please give us some sort of connection. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I say. We know this dude, Lil Wolf. He got something, you know. Hey, we know Lil Wolf. Um, I might have to call up my nigga Ken the Loser to get back in the studios. Bro. Listen, <laughs> Wayne, disappointing. Let's do singles. All right. Uh, so Gorillas drop "Momentary Bliss" featuring Slow Tie and Slaves. Uh, pretty good. Uh, I will say the perform the performance from. Gorillas was the weakest part of it. Uh, I'd say Slota and Slaves really carried the track, but it's it's a it's a very good track. I'm happy to hear from them again after the Now Now was kind of, eh, it was an all right album. 
and was really yeah. only released in reaction to people not liking humans. Which I still hold to this day that Humans is an app is a very good album, but it's a trash Gorillas album because there's barely any Gorillas in it. <laughs> That's the main thing that pissed <laughs> people off. Like the songs are fucking fire, but like, why? They didn't get what they came for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't get what they came for. So not much to say about that. Uh, Toby Lou drops Hot Tub Time Machine. So Toby Lou, rapper, singer, songwriter. Uh, come comes with his first single of the year, and you know what? It's it's a pretty good track. I feel like Toby Lou is the kind of kind of artist you either love or you hate him. You either you either love his like his like bubblegummy pop rap shit or you hate it. I, I for one was actually able to find like you know I didn't like the entire project, but there were some cuts on his uh full length project from last year, Life on Ice. There were some cuts on there that I really liked. Okay. And this song is okay. It's about an average Toby Lou track. I'd say, honestly, uh, I'd say it's something you should give a listen if you already like him, but not a very good introduction to him as an artist. Yeah. For that, I would say something like... Uh, that uh, Buff Baby song? Yeah, like something like Buff Baby or Orange or like, or like I Was Sad Last Night, I'm Okay Now or some shit like that. All right. What? Uh, next, we have ASAP Ferg dropped Value. Value was a little bit of a, was a little bit of a banger. <laughs> oh, good. I miss a. I I like ASAP Ferg. I can't believe I missed this. I, I I do I do also like ASAP Ferg, though I was not a huge fan of that his project from last year, Floor Seats. Yeah. It was. It was. He had a really good. Was his twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? Really his twenty eighteen was really good. Was that when Plain Chain came out? Yeah. That, yeah. that was when like the mainstream the mainstream started paying attention to him as more than no sorry the rather 20, yeah 2017 was Plain Jane that was the really good year he had cause he had really Plain Jane yeah that was when like the mainstream started like knowing him as other than the Shabba Ranks guy Shabba Ranks I still bump that shit oh yeah no it's a really good song I just it just sucked that I didn't transfer into momentum for him then but it was nice right. seeing him get his momentum later. He's had, yeah, he's had. It's finally, it is good seeing him get his momentum because, like, he had work. Like, <laughs> that shit's a ooh, and the remix. Yeah. All right, keep going. It, it's start no, it's, it's no, no. It's really, it's really funny because, like, it wasn't an uncommon opinion for people in the know to be like, oh yeah, no, Ferg's the best in Mob. Like, Rocky's the superstar. Ferg's the best rapper. Right. That wasn't an yeah. uncommon opinion. And I think that opinion is getting more and more common to this day, you know, after uh, after testing. Rocky should have kept testing. Uh, <laughs> it better have been a test. <laughs> the Kings! <laughs> anyway, value, banger, go listen to it. I did not listen to this A-Boogie track, so that's all you. Neither did I. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, 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 edit the docket. I must have put it all there. <laughs> I was like, all right. I must have put it on your song. <laughs> I only put two songs on here this week. Yo, <laughs> yo. Yo, oh, I, I, I must have, like, put it on there and then forgot to actually listen to it. <laughs> That's fair. I, all right. So, instead, Aesop Rock dropped Rogue <laughs> Wave. Uh, first off, R.I.B. Kurt Hayashi who is a photographer and filmmaker who filmed a lot of ASAP Rock's, like, 
uh, more popular music videos. Mm-hmm. And he, he recently passed away, and this was a song released in his honor. It is typical Aesop Rock Fair where you're getting a, a lyrical maze where you're not going to understand what the fuck he's talking about the first time you yeah. listen to it. Uh, which I dig, and also uh, for any Aesop Rock fans, if you somehow hear this and you liked the track Rogue Wave, uh, they are selling a 7-inch single of it where the proceeds go to uh, Kurt Kurt's family and funeral expenses. expenses. So, yeah. Keep an eye All on right. that. Good, really good track. Solid track. Uh, glad to hear something else from Aesop Rock since that Malibu Ken collab last year. I think he did. Yo, there was one other thing he did. Oh, yeah, he had a, a track on Blockhead's album. That's what it was. All right. Uh, next, we had Lil Yachty, Lil Keed, and Zaytoven drop A Team and Accomplishments. That actually sounds like it bangs. Oh, yeah, it does. I, I'm sad I didn't listen to that because I like Lil Key for the most part on what he's on yeah. and that what I listen Like, whatever track he's on mm-hmm. that I just so happen to like listen to. Yeah. Because I don't go looking for little keys. No, no, nor, nor do, fuck I. do I look like. <laughs> <laughs> what do I look like? A degenerate, a smooth brain. Yeah, right. For real. But I heard. Uh, are these two good? Oh yeah, no. Uh, I would say A Team is a lot better than Accomplishments, but they're both solid tracks. Zay does his thing. Lil Yachty and Lil Keed. Lil Yachty and Lil Keed over at the production. <laughs> <laughs> it's about all you can expect from them. Yeah. All right, next. Royce to 5'9 drops I Don't Age. And let me tell you, Overcomer made me excited for his uh, his album that's dropping this month. This song made me really excited for this album that's dropping this month. Oh, All the, right. The, this song is very, very lyrically dense. And it's just, it's just about how, like, it's basically a... It's basically three minutes of me and you are not the fucking same, and I'm gonna explain to you exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. It, it's what like kind of more, nonsense. What do you? No, it is nonsense. It's hard, dude. <laughs> no, I just like I just like that. Uh, I like the uh, I like the uh, the description you gave. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> that's that, nonsense. That's what it is. It's, it's three minutes of we're not the fucking same, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm a product of the dope gang. Nostrils full of cocaine, like some nuts, Ooh, nuts, nuts. Just go listen to it. If you if you like fucking bars, nigga. If you like bars, go listen to this track. Next, Toxic is back. Yes. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> this, this is the this, song. Now this, this is the song I like. wanted. <laughs> this is the song I wanted. This is the song we wanted. I should have... Man, he's like, bro. Bro. Okay, so... uh, You got desires. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. Bro. I know. This, bro. Fucking oh future... My. Let me get these lyrics Future and Drake telling this bitch, bro. I gotta tell... Toxic Kings. I gotta tell old girl real quick. I, I knew you were... Th- I knew, basically, I knew you were a hoe. I shouldn't have let the world know. I shouldn't have... I should have put you somewhere where no one could find you? Mention out on the sticks with nothing around you. <laughs> like, mention Yo, out. What? That's mention out. Mansion out in the sticks is just what? Who? Drake? I had you stay in too close. City said he's fruit your city. 
Future said, I had you staying too close to the city. You acted too vulnerable living this life. I should have moved you away from Houston before I caught you on this ice. You want to be my number one? You not acted like the main thing? I let you play my number two? You made you barely made the second string? Oh my Toxic! Oh, my you, God. Oh, my, oh my bro. God. bro. This was... This, this somehow was more toxic. Oh, Life is Good was toxic, but like this... No, this is way more toxic up. than Life is Good. This t- took it to another level. Bro. Like the most toxic line in fucking uh, Life is Good was... Uh, what was that? Uh, Ride for my niggas. I, I lied about my bitches. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm about to start lying to women. Desires, like I make that joke a lot, but like this song, I'm about to start really lying to women, bro. You don't, you don't already do that. Oh, oh I, mean, I mean, hey, I didn't know we was, uh, I didn't know we was coming. You ain't giving it up like that. I, say, hey, I, didn't, I didn't know we were coming clean on the pod, but you know, if we come nah. clean on the pod. <laughs> don't nobody lie to women. I swear. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> this shit is only available on spot on SoundCloud. That's a, I mean yeah. on SoundCloud. That's a bullshit. Yeah, it'll it's and probably come. OVO Radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, right. no, just SoundCloud, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this shit this shit was a good song. That's a good track. I, I really like that track. I like it's it a lot really more than good. Life Is Good. Yeah, and I'm glad this wasn't as hyped up. So maybe that's why. <laughs> uh, next we have Quelle Chris and Chris Keys drop Sudden Death. Uh, this, so this is the first single off of what is supposed to be these two's collaboration project. Uh, this is the first. This is Quelle Chris's uh, first project since 2019's Guns, which was one of my top ten projects of the year. That's a really good fucking project. And this track was actually entirely instrumental. It was both of them flexing their uh, production like skills, but it, it's a really good piece of instrumental hip hop. It makes me look forward to the production on the rest of the project. And actually makes me curious if this is representative and we're getting a, you know, a instrumental hip hop album and not a actual rap album. But either way, dope. And you added this and I did not listen to this. Oh, Elon Musk dropping music, boy. Putting it on your head top. Apparently he did all the vocals and all the producing. And it's like some weird EDM sounding track. And it's... I only put it on here because Elon Musk dropped uh, Don't Drop Your Vibe, You Are. Don't Doubt Your Vibe. And you know, the only, the craziest thing is, though, is that, you know, it doesn't have a Grimes feature on it. So, like, what's the real, what's really the big point? Yeah. But, yeah, he dropped some weird EDM. I don't know. Noise, maybe, is how I would describe it. Um, Yeah, it's, it's oh, like. Oh, it was noise. I might have to actually look at it then. <laughs> yeah, I think you should you should like take a quick peek into it. I'll do it. Cause not I mean, now because then it'll show the sound will show up on the. Oh line. right, right. Because maybe I don't get it, but I was just kind of like, all right, I, will, I can see how this is appealing to some. Ask me about it next pod, and I will tell you if Elon Musk is a musical genius or if it's right. bad noise music. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. Well. Listen to Elon Musk's "Don't Drop Your Vibe." Don't doubt your vibe. I thought it was pretty funny that he's like venturing into this space. If he, you know, if he's gonna be consistent with it, because like you know, when you're rich and white, what else do you do with your time? <laughs> uh-huh. Say fuck it, make some music, because he's already like fooling with Tesla. Yeah. So. All right. He said, "Engineering genius." Fuck it. You want to talk? You want to talk about Vidya? Yes. All Let's right. Get through this. First, we have oh, the yeah. Evo lineup. <laughs> Which not yeah. much, not much to say here. There's no surprises here. This is the exact lineup I was expecting, except 
No. Oh, you were oh. expecting NBC too? Oh, I I don't really count that though, because isn't it an invitational tournament, or am I misunderstanding that? No, 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 it is. Uh, but apparently, like, so for yeah, so I guess you're. I guess you'll more be excited for like the events that bring the other people in. Yeah. The other four people. Yeah. But um, for those who don't know, what g- the games got in the Evo are Under Night in Birth, Executable, uh, whatever. Uncler. A Uniclear, uh, Super. Smash Ultimate, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, Tekken 7, SV5, Champion Edition, Soul Calibur 6, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and Samurai Showdown. Grand Blue. Uh, from what I'm hearing, people are like surprised. Not Some people are surprised. Some people aren't surprised about MK11 not showing up. But like, let's be real, NRS doesn't look good. Oh, also, 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 also. I don't get. There are people who are so mad about that when. Like, your own dev doesn't support your game longer than two years. NRS games are the popcorn of competitive fighting games. And that's not yeah, even as an insult. NRS? And it's not yeah. even the community's fault. It's because they... Re- they release Injustice like a year after. I'm going to say, they have two franchises that are that play n- almost the same. I'm not going to say they're the same, because that's not true. They play almost the same. And yes, the community's going to move on every time. But I digress. But yes, the uh, surprise this year was there will be a Marvel versus Capcom 2 Invitational to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the game. And it'll be a eight-man tournament where four of the players are determined, are invited former EVO champions. Yep, I think, I know Justin Wong and I see Yipes are going to be there. It's Justin Wong, Yipes, Duck, and... I can't remember who was the fourth person because because those uh, the other three are the only people who won it besides Justin Wong. Outside of Justin Wong, every year was a uh, rather sorry. Outside of the years, those three won every year. Justin Wong won. Justin was Justin Wong. <laughs> yeah, so it lines up. Yeah, and then the other four will be from invitation will be from qualifying tournaments throughout the year. Yeah. And that's the shit I'm hyped for because yeah. don't get me wrong, I'm ready to see this top eight with some good ass Marvel, but I don't count that really as like it's like a showcase. I don't really count that as like making the Evo main roster, if that makes sense. At of course not, but this'll this'll be on Sunday. Oh yeah, for sure. It has to be. And we gonna be there, baby. We gonna be there <laughs> boy. Oh shit. It's gonna be a good time. I'm going stupid. Yeah. I don't know how many games they let you enter, enter or not enter, but I'll as probably ma- as enter m- as many as you want. Yeah, I think I'm gonna enter probably ultimate, and then maybe as many uh, Animevo games as I can. I'm I'm thinking uh, or I'm, community one. The trifecta I'm looking at right now is Street Fighter, Uncler, and Grand Blue. Because I do pl- I do plan on getting into Uncler and Grand Blue once Grand Blue mm-hmm. comes out in America. It's out in Japan right now, so I've been like look peeping the Twitter tech and that game has some I give some touch that of game deaths. Has some bullshit. That game has some <laughs> that game that game has some that game has some get anti aired into touch of death. Which right. you know I ain't even mad at. I'm I it needed some sauce because the game was looking a little basic. Alright. We'll see how that plays right. out. Uh next, yeah. uh there's not much to say on this other than basically at a E at a uh EA uh quarterly like fi- finances meeting uh, the uh, CEO of EA, Andrew Wilson, confirmed that a next-gen Sims game is coming. So cool. All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we can blow through. The, like, not a lot crazy happened. <laughs> I heard the uh, Sims game was also going to have multiplayer, too. Yeah, yeah Somebody yeah. quote-tweeted that and said, E-dating about to go stupid. I was like, y'all not remember Second Life? Is Second Life still around? I think so. 
Second Life will never die as long as there are degenerates who can't speak to real people. Right. All right. Next. So the publisher of the hentai game Mirror uh, gave away thousands of Steam keys to Wuhan, China residents to convince them to stay home and not spread the coronavirus. A. Not all heroes wear capes, man. <laughs> not all heroes wear capes, bro. That's what I've been trying to tell these niggas. That's just, like, powerful. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine if there was an out... Like, that's the equivalent of if there was an outbreak in, like, America. And Pornhub was like, yo, here's thousands of... Everybody porn- getting premium. Every, yeah, everyone's <laughs> getting Pornhub premium. <laughs> don't like, don't hey. go outside. Loop up. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> had a had a had a had a astroglide postmates to you. That that wet platinum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but that's funny. That's funny. I I, I, I like you know f- fighting a crisis in your own special way. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Sega Europe is making a move towards eliminating plastic cases, starting with recyclable cardboard cases for all PC games. Thank fuck. <laughs> plastic cases fucking suck they do and like come on especially if you're like especially like having a plastic case for a pc game is the definition of a waste of of resources in like killing the planet yes absolutely huh so there's not much to say about that other than good on them uh the games industry is not a very green industry so any step we take towards being greener is good on good in my books mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right uh so the Arxis uh, had published this poverty fighting game a couple of years ago called Chaos Code, and ha- it has a new edition called Chaos Code Next that was announced. So cool. Oh, cool. And now we're getting into actually. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm going Post to the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna get this one out of this. Just one in particular, because this is the last like not really interesting, not much to say about it. One, which is Activision announces that. Uh, Modern Warfare players have raised 1.6 million dollars towards the Australian wildfire fi- fighting the Australian wildfire ah, wildfires. Jesus, from the Outback DLC that we talked about on a previous episode. So, good on them. All right, nice. now, all right, now let's get into the meat and potatoes. So, first off, uh, Nvidia's GeForce Now has officially come out of beta. It is a consumer product. It uh, challenges Stadia at five dollars a month, but it has a very different business model where GeForce Now is not its own platform. It is a the ability to stream games you already own across all of your different PC libraries. So Blizzard, Epic Games, all of them. Yeah. Any game that has G. That, oh. Yeah. Epic, Steam, Unit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So and. It actually is a free tier where you you can play one hour at a, at a time and you have to wait in a wait list to get in. And there is a $5 a month tier that doesn't have that and also adds some other features like RTX, the ability to stream RTX. This is a much better product than the Stadia. Like, I feel like it's much more reason, they'll get way more people being willing to spend five bucks to play a game they already own on their cell phone as opposed to spending ten dollars to have a game locked to ten dollars to have access to the ability to buy a game in order to play it yeah i think um as the official shit on stadia podcast oh yeah 
Um, I think this is a very this is a better deal. Yeah. To be quite honest. Yeah. Like I'll you know five dollars a month to play games I own, but like on the you on know the, on the go or yeah. some shit. Yeah. Or ten dollars to get access to buy games and then play them so, and then shittily. So yeah. Um. Yeah. This is good. Dude, one thing I want. I wonder to how the Stadia does a quick time event. <laughs> They're not very quick. <laughs> one, you know, one thing I do want to mention. I didn't put it on the docket because it's not really news, but it just shows how like thirsty people are for PS5 information. Which oh, was really? the PS5 site went live. Uh, I want to say yesterday, and everybody started freaking out. And right now, the PS5 site is literally just the PS5 logo, and then like two paragraphs saying "Next console, it's a coming." And that's right. it. And like people were freaking out and it was like making the news rounds. And I was like, man, y'all are like, Sony needs to do something quick because niggas is Sony's thirsty. Sony's got to do something because we are thirsty out here. We need it, Sony. I just mm-hmm. like, where's like, the like, damn console? Where's the, we damn, want the damn console? console. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mentioned, like I mentioned last week, I mean, I didn't get a PS4 Pro, so it's a day one buy for me anyway. I just, I just want them to detail how the transfer of your digital game your digital library is going to work. I'm assuming it'll yeah. just be as simple as redownloading, but you know, companies have fucked up in dumber ways before. So yeah. And I mean, there's PS PS4 pro has not nah, PlayStation plus with cloud saves, right? Yes. Yeah. Upload that, sh- upload that save to the cloud. Oh yeah. No, all, all of my saves are cloud backed up. It's just, you know, companies have fucked up in dumber ways. Facts. All right. Next. Uh, Due to a game preservation effort, over 36,000 Flash games have been archived and are playable offline. Which what I think... What does that mean? Huh? <laughs> so, like, instead of them existing on the internet where every day they have the risk of being removed and not existing anymore, somebody, like a, organiza- a pre- game preservation effort went together, like basically banded together to get all of those pulled down locally and archived in a way in a state where you can like play them on your local machine which i think is really dope because like as shitty as most flash games are they are a, a pretty big portion of game history when you think about it like it's an yeah impo- it's an important part of game history and i'm all about oh, yeah. i'm all about game uh conserva- like preservation efforts because i mean until recently, we didn't think about it. That's why there's, like, lost games that are, like, people... Why they make the news rounds when people discover them and, like, push them to emulators so now that they're saved forever. Right, exactly, exactly. Like, I'm all about this shit. Like, keep as, mu- as mu- much guy. of it as possible. Like, even if, like, you know, game the games are shit games like a lot of, uh... the Like a lot of Flash games are, you know? Yeah, they're, like, still, like... Most of them, you know, we played growing up, so they're still like fun. And, yeah, you know, you could you could be like, oh, remember this game? Like, yeah, YA games, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so is there like a certain website or a certain zip file I gotta download to get all these games, or what's going on? I, I believe so. There, there. Uh, okay. It was in the which ori- one? It was in the original <laughs> article. I'll, I'll I'll link it to you later. So yeah, like, link it to me because yeah. I I'm interested actually. Yeah, man, Zone Sama's work. <laughs> Zone Tan's oh, work, fucking uh, archive forever. <laughs> if you understand what I just said, go outside, wash your hands, you dirty nigga. <laughs> dirty fuck. All right, next. Uh, Platinum Games announces four announcements. Uh, oh, God. 
and the, fir- the platinum four, the four dot platinum dot com. Yes, the first of which, be, and so far as of time of recording, the only one to be revealed, being a platinum games Kickstarter to free Wonderful One Hundred and One to other platforms. I don't understand who wanted this. I Ever- heard it was wait, you got it right. Yeah, no, Wonderful 101's a really dope game that sold like shit because it was on the Wii U. This is the last good Wii U game that hadn't been freed yet, and now it's not only being free to the Switch, it's being free to every fucking where. If we can reach the stretch goals, right? Oh, no, they they blew past them in a day. Really? They made a lot more money than they asked for. Oh, fuck, hold on. Because I saw that Steam version, I was like, hold on now. Let me get my 60 FPS going on. Yeah, let let me, like, pull up the Kickstarter. Like when I looked at it, they had, they were over a million out of the thirty two thousand they asked for. Here it is four dot platinumgames dot com and two has not been okay. So yeah, um, wonderful one hundred one. They have oh, sorry rather a million one point four million out of their forty nine thousand gold. Yeah, their goal. Yeah, so fuck? like, it basically, I I'm I, they're gonna sm- probably smash all of these. Uh, yeah, switch version. Steam version, PS4 version, yeah, no. and then a speed run version, pretty much. Yeah, speed a speed Time run mode. Time attack mode. Luca's yeah. first mission is a whole new like side story being added if they hit it. So yeah, no, I'm looking forward to this by a, like I'm really fucking like I'm so wonderful. 101 is something I wholeheartedly expected to one of two things to happen. It either got free to the Switch or it didn't because it sold poorly the first time and. And because it's old poorly the first time, it was just going to be one of those good things that you just go, hey, remember that? That was good. Right, right. Man, okay, okay. Also, I really like that one of the uh, backer tiers is a guaranteed block from Kamiya. That was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually pretty funny. I don't get why they say it. It's not even hard to get blocked by Kamiya. No, you just got to say some shit to him. All you have to do is talk to him in English, and you'll usually get blocked. <laughs> oh, boy. What a time. <sighs> All right. Next. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons will not support save data transfers, cloud saves, or multiple islands per Switch, regardless of the number of accounts or copies purchased. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sucks. That's not good. Yeah. I didn't... Unless they make it so that... Unless they make it so that everybody can be mayor and do shit to the top. No, that'd be even fucking worse. Yeah. That sucks. Um, I feel really bad for the Animal Crossing boys on that one. That doesn't sound great. But that's only for people who don't... That's only for people who... Who don't have their own Switch. Right. Which, which I mean, the Switch is a family console. Well, so. Yeah, which is why I don't feel like it's unfair to go for people to be like, Hey, Matt... Now the people I don't like, and I keep and I are the them, you know like last time the uh, the people who are like the, leveraging the poor, leveraging the poor to complain about video games. You can say you don't like something without going, but without trying to make it a moral grandstance by going, oh, Nintendo's against the poor. <laughs> right, like come on, please, Man. nigga. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that sucks. Not much else to say about that other than it sucks. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, you put this one. I actually did not hear about this. Yeah, Temtem sent about 900 gamers to uh, to ban world for cheating. Nice. There's not much to say about that. It didn't even, like, exploit and cheats. It didn't even say, like, what they exactly were doing. Which is exactly yeah. what you should do, honestly. Like, yeah. Because all, all saying what they did to cheat will do is, like, give them the idea to cheat in different ways. Right. And, and I was just like, well... I was just kind of like looking around like wait what did they what exactly did they do but no like that you're right like don't hey don't tell me <laughs> don't tell me <laughs> or I, or I <laughs> pretty much uh, yeah they've been permanently banned and they can you can appeal it but yeah they didn't really they just explained like this is our cheating policy you dumb fucks <laughs> yeah. which is fair enough alrighty and last we have Castlevania season 3 coming March 5th, 2020. That's a good show. Good show. Animation was fire. Goaded. Very, very crisp. Very goaded. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very stylized. Very, 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 very cool. Very, very. And they don't cut to CGI mid-fight like Bobby. Right. <laughs> um, right. That's, that's the... pretty much it for the docket, unless you want to talk about uh, <laughs> Megan the Stallion and G-Eazy. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Uh, I, I would have left it left it on the docket if she didn't come out and say we ain't fucking because now I'm appeased with just the mental image of G-Eazy punching the air somewhere because now because <laughs> now people know he is in fact not fucking what was funny about it what was funny about it is like somebody replied to the tweet and said well why was he licking on you all like that and he was like and then she was like he likes Fenty and I was like the makeup I was like yo oh this nigga G-Eazy uh, in the short bus this nigga Jeezy oh, lick that's... paint. No, okay, that's not exactly that's not what she meant, but that I was know. so funny. Oh my uh, god, uh... hot girl Meg at it again. Uh, what song do you think the people should actually? Yeah, wait, here it is. Where yeah, should so they why find you? Sucking the makeup off your right cheek like that, hottie. He like Fenty. Oh, uh, where can the people find you? Uh, twitter.com slash h underscore g-a-w-d yes, twitch.tv slash h-g-o-d yes sir um yeah that's it and as always you can <laughs> find, find me that, King? you can find me at twitter.com slash uh, kenneth fraudulent if I manage to stay unbanned there were, I, had, I had a scare where I really thought I was about to I might get banned again what did you do this time I called Ben Carson a coon <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that on Twitter, you fucking boomer? Because <laughs> Ben Carson's a coon. Oh, yeah. We all know that. Yeah. And, and give, a the best, man a, give a black man a clipboard. The best part is it was some white person. Who, it was some white guy, per, white person. Who was like, Ugh, you're so racist. I'm like, okay. I'm like, nah. Nah, he's a Like, the tweet exactly was, I retweeted the picture of Trump's administration leaving the Iowa caucus where everyone's wearing the MAGA hats and Ben Carson is the only person without a seat on the plane and all I said was Ben Carson not getting a seat is peak irony what a fucking coon that's all I said and here it is you're a racist asshole thanks anime profile oh no this is an eagle yeah oh oh, that's even worse but here's I thought it was about to be some MAGA bro but I went looking and it was like some white anti-trump person i'm like I th- i'm like man <laughs> i can't i'm like man the, the white libs won't let me call a coon a coon anymore right you racist asshole but um oh yeah and then uh erica badu with the pussy uh the pussy oh 
<laughs> Pussy perfume. Ugh. I'll take 20 bottles. <laughs> All right. What's your song, buddy? <laughs> what's your song, King? Oh, what's my song? My, my Oh, man. I need a song that I'm about to say. I need a song that reminds me of uh, of just how, whew, of a waft, just a waft of it, just the scent. You think Android? You think Andre three thousand still smells like it? Probably. I'd sniff. I'd, I'd sniff three stacks if I got close. Enough. Yeah, fuck that. I'm smelling three stacks. Uh, get... Go listen to Green Eyes by Erica Badu. Uh, go listen to. What's poppin'? All caps by Jack Harlow. Oh yeah, Jack Harlow. He he's actually in the white in that white rappers video I was talking about. He no, mentioned I I like him. I'm gonna go back and listen to all his shit because I found him on like the Clout Culture for Spotify. Yeah, and his song Dark Knight. I was like, this shit's lit, and I like just I meant to always listen to it, but I have it. and then I yeah. and then I heard What's Poppin'. I was like, bro. You know, I I, I like the track What's Poppin'. I I, I think yeah. that guy he he has he has some, he has a little bit of sauce. He has something going on. He got he's got some sauce. Right. Agreed. All right. We'll see. If, I think that's it for us. We'll see you next week, if and only if you guys, you guys cash at me some money for Erica Badu's pussy perfume. Nah, that's the only way we're coming back. <laughs> Don't give him any of that. Please. Give. I need it. <laughs> he doesn't need it. <laughs> I need it.